Hello, dear friends. Welcome to Volume 3 of Outspoken Outtakes. This is a collection of uh, leftovers, so to speak, from other episodes. So um, if you like what you hear in these, you can go back and listen to the full episodes with each of these guests. Um, Some of my guests were so concise in their in their conversation that there was nothing left over so um they didn't make the outtakes real and i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for those who didn't um so either my condolences or congratulations um and uh for all who listen uh hope you enjoy But I don't know that a kid today would make that choice. I think they would be like, that's why would I want to go be outside where yeah. it's all cold it's and scary. dirty and yeah. you know loud? And like, <laughs> I can just be right here in my screen all day. Right, exactly. So I wonder, like, if it's going to get to the point where a whole generation of of people don't even have the longing or desire for introspection, for exploration in nature, for, you know, for like all the things that you do when you don't have devices at the ready at all times. And what goes hand in hand with all of that is like working with your hands, hand-eye coordination, music, art. Yeah. And, you know, art and Fixing things, building things. Yeah, Exactly. Like all, it's all connected. Your brain is moving your hands. It needs that to be happening. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it, it locks your brain in. I'm blind as a bat. Mm. But I know what your hands from here to there is this distance because I do that every day and I move my hands there every day. And I know how to play guitar and I know how to play drums. And I know that it's like connected to my brain and it triggers these feelings and it feels super good. And it's like creative stuff. Yeah. And I don't I don't know if I don't know if they're getting that. And, And the basics of life. Like just how the basic economy works. Like their yeah. economy is ass backwards. The whole that whole industry, the tech industry, the economy does isn't real anyway. Like right. we knew we know this. That's what's scary is we all know this. We've seen this movie before. Right. You know what I mean? We know what happens. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah. And this time it seems way bigger. It's like it's well like because a, it's encompassed everything now. Like the the right. that industry has right. suddenly right. enveloped all other industries. Well, and it's like a it's like a Michael Bay movie, right? It's like the Transformers. <laughs> it's like, well, Transformers Two has to be like bigger, bigger, better, way better, louder, and that's what we're headed for. I think. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be crazy. So, I think a lot of times, I think it will get better, and I think a lot of times too, um, the prepper thing you were talking about. That's how we got on this. Is I can see where somewhere inside here, like locked in all of us all the time is that feeling of, of like, uh, okay, I have to get in the fresh air. There's something, I am losing something here. I'm yeah. fucking up. Like this is fundamentally down in the middle. Right. There is a clock going off <laughs> and I have to get out of here and I have to go build something.
so it's wild like the the amount of technology i mean everybody says oh in the good old days blah 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 yeah. but from the 50s to the 70s not a whole lot happened so right. it got a little like wider <laughs> right like cars kind of got grew. a little longer cars kind of changed shapes but they didn't really change that much fundamentally right like look how different yeah our lives everything right is now. everything is super different and it's hard to remember that some people just didn't have that like nobody knows what a fucking wall phone is nobody knew yeah. what it was like to you know like oh okay i gotta go and like hang up the phone right. you know with the cord you had to take the long stringy cord <laughs> that into gets the tangled up and everything. for yeah. privacy you know yeah, i love all that stuff i love all the like all the nostalgia i'm so happy that i lived through it and I and I feel for those who didn't. I mean, they're only going to experience it as like right. kitsch in, right. in movies. Remember and, how comfortable a, like a phone was? Yeah, like an remember? actual yeah, handset. Yeah, it was like heavy. Yeah, like yeah, solid. You could I, lean into it. I I remember seeing somebody. Somebody was making like a novelty Bluetooth handset yeah, yeah. where you could hook it up to your yeah, phone. I had one of those. It probably was just a little too complicated, but I was intrigued because just so I don't even know what they made phones out of. It was some kind of plastic, but it was it was, it was heavy duty. It was hella heavy. Yeah. I remember they like beat somebody to death with those <laughs> things. Because when I look at that work now, I'm like, oh, God, who, yeah. who did that? But that's kind of, isn't that how every artist and every musician, I mean, maybe not. I think maybe so. Some, maybe some people are like, yeah, I'm still the best or whatever. But I feel like that's a... Although music's a, a like, weird thing, though, right? Because at least for bands, yeah. you've got, like, you either kill it and have, like, two great albums when you're 22. Uh-huh. Or then that's kind of it, right? Or then you've got this, or you've got a long career as a as a player, yeah. and maybe you have a solo career that's like in the background, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, music's a tough one because tough. I mean, you could be, well. The thing that makes it the thing that for me is so disheartening about music is is the shit that gets to the mainstream is yeah. is. Seems to be the worst of the worst. I mean, I, really I, I don't know how you could pick shittier music to play over the airwaves, and or more repetitive. Like if you're, you know, okay, so you like U two or Pink Floyd or the Stones or whatever they play in the fucking classic rock station all day. Yeah, could you maybe just maybe play one of the songs that wasn't a top like a number one hit? Right. Just. Don't play the single. Just play a song we haven't heard. Or just play the in, Kinks. Or, the, or that, yeah. Play, <laughs> just, just give all that. Yeah. Whatever happened to the Kinks? I know. Well, but see, that I would so much rather be the Kinks than be have the fame and success of like a band who was shitty. Yeah. But just did well. You right. Know? Like, right. I don't. I don't give. I don't want the success without the quality of the art. You know, no, no, and, and, and but a lot know, of people are okay with that. Apparently, a lot of I people. Think are like, so. I mean, there's no accounting for taste, that's for sure. Yeah. You know? Well, I always wonder about that with music specifically. Like, do that? Do the people? I, I suppose some people actually really love that music. I think so. I mean, but I, think I, but I also people, think like, they're just listening to the beat, and it's not. It's, yeah. You know, but I also think it's it. it's because it's what's on. That's what. That's why people listen to it. I right. think that's a big part of it. That's kind of always what radio has been about. 
that's, that's true. Like, what do you listen to? I listen to the radio, and that's what. Well, I, and there's but, but there's been like there's been decades, like the '60s and early '70s, and then like the '90s. Although, I mean, I'm I'm nostalgic for music from the '90s because that's too. when when I loved. Well, but we when were I go the, back and listen to it, though, it's, some of it's so depressing. Yeah, you know, we were a nihilistic group. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It was a good time. That was a that was, was a fun time. It was, the 90s. and there was some great art that came out of it for yeah. sure. Yeah, and really amazing music. Amazing. Music. Some of the some of my favorite stuff is from the nineties. Yeah, me too. But um, I mean, I hear what you're saying about now. But I listen to like what my kids listen to, and it's all this like top forty stuff, and I I certainly don't like it. But I also feel like I'm like the not in my backyard kind of guy, like the get off my lawn kind of guy, you know? Because I, I I definitely don't like it. Yeah, but, but I try to find the merit in it, you know? Okay. I guess I have a hard. I I don't work very hard to find the merit. Yeah. I guess, and maybe that's neither do I. To be I, I usually just will change the station, or, or I mean, I really hate the radio in general. I think it's the most soul killing, you know, broadcast there is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unless you have college radio, but there's almost none of that left. Yeah, we don't even have that here anymore. There's still, we still have Calex. That's right. But that's it. And then there are a couple like pirate stations that play good stuff, but you can't get them because the frequencies too. You know, like I can't get them on my stereo. Yeah. And have it coming clean, um, but. I think that there is a qualitative difference in the music from, and it doesn't matter what era you're talking about. Cause some people are like, when you say the music of today is shit and people are like, well, what about the eighties? The eighties music was corny and whatever. Those, those songs were qualitatively better. Like they're, yeah. I, I think this is my opinion. But you also but, had the Smiths and the cure. Right. And like there was great but, stuff in the eighties. Absolutely. And that's the other argument I always make is like, you can't discount that entire decade because right. some of the best, and weirdest so shit good. came out of there. Yeah, uh, Tom Waits in the '80s, amazing. I'm not. I can't be a. I can't get on board with the, with Tom. I'm sorry. No, no. It's okay. Uh, but but I would say you know the Fall or oh, yeah. or like some of the weird, you know, band bands that you just simply would never hear on the radio. No, it's true. Well, actually, you you just bring up something that, you, that reminded me of something I wanted to talk to you about today. Okay. So I have these this equal love for two bands. Uh-huh. And I think I know what they are. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. It's The Grateful Dead uh-huh. and Guided by Voices. And I keep I keep asking myself, like, what is the similarity between these two bands uh-huh. that, that just sort of scratches that itch for me that I love so much? And what I've come down to is that it's both of them are just making pure art. There's no filter. Uh-huh. There's no like Robert Pollard from Guided by Voices is putting out every single thing that he can think of. Yeah. And there's no filter and there's no like crazy musicianship to it. Right. It's just it's just an it's expression raw. of art. It's yeah. this raw expression of art. Yeah. And then when I listen to the Grateful Dead and it's all I don't listen to their records, I listen to the live stuff. Uh-huh. And it's the same. It's like this just pure artistry that is there is incredible musicianship. That's uh-huh. the that being the difference. But it's played with just such veracity and like just unbridled fearlessness, uh-huh. you know. So that's the similar. That's the common bond between. I think those that's two? the thread, and, I, and you, you maybe think of it because you mentioned the fall, and uh-huh. like the fall falls in that guided by voices bucket too, mm-hmm. or just like pure artistry, just, just putting out music yeah. because it's inside you and you need to get it out, right? You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I. I can't, it's hard for me to imagine having those feelings about 
modern like a lot of the modern day music that i hear and i'm not just talking about the super fluff i think that's pop stuff i think even the the band like the so-called indie bands or whatever they're all just copying each other they're they all are. just doing the exact same thing for it's like anthem songs yeah. one anthem song after and another. it's like this like i don't know I, I call it like i mean this is will probably come across wrong but i call it sissy rock it's yeah. like it's like a it's like a I don't know. It's like these guys who are trying to show how sensitive they are and how, you know, I don't, I don't know. It just seems so contrived and, and cookie cutter. It's just all this fucking same. talk about him for a bit and what he what he was about do you know that there was a 60 minutes about him no you should look it up it's kind of amazing i'm sure you can watch it online he his name is frank chu Uh and i'm not sure if he's schizophrenic or or bipolar or what but he has been picketing downtown god since like as long as i've lived here since 1995 Mm -hmm. he's been probably longer than that and his sign, his whole, I, as far as I can glean from it, uh-huh. is that he feels that there's this, there's twelve galaxies that there are these, all these races. Basically, it's like Star Trek in space, and there's like the Klingons and like the, right. you know, <clears throat> and that we're part of this like World Federation thing, but they're all trying to take us over from space. And then, uh. and then he also feels like there's all these companies in the U.S. that are like. In, in cahoots. cahoots with that. Okay. Right. That's as far as, and I might be <clears throat> off base on that. I might not, not have it perfectly right. But it, but it's, but I think a, it's also, I think it's fluid. I think right, it changes. Right. Yeah. You know, but then, then I love that he'll actually, you can advertise on his signs. Really? Like, he'll yeah, let like you local put up, businesses will, they'll give him some money and he'll like amazing. put their local business That's on really it. great. Happy donuts. <laughs> but he's Two kind of amazing. Like my brother, because he, a, a little backstory, my brother had a, um, a club in the mission back in the early 2000s called 12 galaxies and him and his partner robert like befriended frank and they used to totally take care of him he used to be able to come in anytime he wanted drink for free wow hang out go to see all the shows for free and then they you know they kind of got to know him and started to love the guy yeah and then all of a sudden they realized that there was a kind of a community around frank too there's a lot of other people that loved him and took care of him and he lived in Oakland, and like people, he'd have parties at his house, and like people would really? go to Oakland and party at Frank Chu's house. Wow, it's amazing. That's so weird. And he's still around. He's still downtown. As far as I know, I haven't seen him in a while, but I think he's around. He was the last time I saw him. He was looking a little rough. Really? Yeah. Where does he hang usually? Because I've been. I mean, I'm... he's usually like I think I want to say like right near One Eleven Minute, like okay. second in Montgomery, like okay. in that area. Oh, you know. Gotta seek him out. Yeah, because I've lived here twenty five years and I've never seen him. I've only, oh, really? Yeah, I've only heard tell of him, but oh, I've also no never gone seeking. You know, I didn't know that he was still doing it. I just, I the way I found out about him was from your brother's club. Interesting. The name of the club. Was, yeah, that was directly derived from his theory, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, which was the greatest club name for it is a really good. Yeah, and it was a good club. It was fun. art shows and music shows. That's right. Sometimes at the same time. That's right. It got a little dark there towards yeah, the end. Yeah, a little but. dark. 
Yeah, but fun up until <laughs> the darkness, yeah. and maybe into maybe into the darkness. I, some of the darkness was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm glad that I like we moved to New York at the tail end of it. Just and I, was time. Like, I need to get out of here. So Panthers left. Panthers left. How long is how old is he? He's uh we think he's fourteen. And he's he's uh, he's big black long haired beauty. I just shaved him. You shaved him? Two. Oh you do the lion cut, that's right. Yeah. You do that every summer or, or just occasionally? I think so. Every time they like start to like get really long hair and then it gets summer ish. Yeah. yeah. And then they're barfing. Like oh, first like five hairballs. I'm like, time to shave your ass. Wow. And he doesn't mind it. He kind of likes it. Well, you got to do it in two sittings. Okay. Well, two nights ago or three nights ago, Jude and I shaved his back. Whoa. Yeah. Just like up the spine? Like just his back? No, like full two thirds and then like only tummy and like inside of, of legs or left. to do. Oh, that. wow. Okay. Yeah. So his whole, like, his whole outer... His, his, his whole like yeah cape <laughs> okay but his butt still exploded oh, out super furry. he still has like a double mane where it just needs to be a single that's so cute but that fucker i think it's great to shave him and like he actually feels like he enjoys it like oh i got yeah. sweatpants on tonight or right. nothing i'm naked Freedom. but then he can't go to sleep he's all like horned up or something he's all like a prickly fucking cactus that oh I'm, really that he wants to get under the covers and just the night of you mean no like, for like a week oh yeah because he's cold probably he's cold and he feels weird and yeah he, i'm not a cat anymore yeah <laughs> i just buzzed him like it oh man how long have you been doing that with him for years right yeah that's pretty cool yeah I bought, the, I bought the good like expensive clippers oh really yeah. specifically for that yeah I was like I'm gonna shave their ass do you use them on yourself too uh not the same ones no no do you have the same pair for yourself What's, uh, no I have three small do you, two, have a, two. do you have a cheaper pair for yourself than you do for uh, the cats pro- yeah I do <laughs> <laughs> seems, seems about right <laughs> There is no done. There, okay. There's no, there are no topics. There's no. Uh, it's love a wide it. open field. Yeah. Fucking love that plan. Yeah. Can that be my job? If if somebody will pay you to do that, then you got a job. But I, I don't know who that person is. I've been looking for that person all my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just you, right? Yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe it's ultimately me if I can make it work. I'm paying myself right now, to with the money that I earned. Love it. Doing other work for other people who paid me. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I didn't I didn't quite do it myself. Damn it. I thought I was a self made man. I had it I had it uh, all figured out. Nope. You are a self made man. I am, actually, yeah. But I'm also a service uh you know, I I provide a service. So in a way I'm a service worker. Don't we all provide a service? Uh well some people don't, but um 
I, it would be nice if if everybody <laughs> you know, provided some kind of service. True. There, there a lot of, there's a lot of dead weight out there. I think that's true. That's true. But no, I think most people do. In in their way, every every soul, every human, every being, not just humans, every every sentient and maybe non sentient being is serving some purpose, right? I think so. Wait, are there non sentient beings? Non sentient objects. You're not a being anymore if you're or, or are you? You're being an object, I guess. I think that every every single critter and every microorganism and everything is is there doing its thing as it should be yeah you know yeah no, nothing is actually out of place I, but when we look around and and judge things you know and we or we show up with preconceived notions then things seem out of place right yes things aren't going according to my plan yeah i woke up today thinking that i was you know everything was going to go right what happened totally and then we get all freaked out and pissed off and start pointing fingers. Unrealistic expectations. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> do you have any of your own? Or do you only I have? Oh, I probably do. Um, I mean, there, in, in some sense, you, you have to, if you want to do anything outside the norm or, you know, you sort of have to have unrealistic expectations, right? You got a dream a I little bit? I wouldn't agree with that. No? No. What do you think? I think there's people that it happens like maybe they change the world in just totally haphazard chances. Hmm. Like what? I don't think everything has to be like deliberate. No, no. I don't mean deliberate. I just mean... Um, well, tell, tell me... You, I'm curious to know what you what your What my philosophy is. is. Yeah, yeah. I just think like um, the point that you brought up about... Um, you know, do people have, um, it's kind of like the destiny question, right? Do you have control over your life and how do you change the world? Mm -hmm. And, uh, that was the que your question about, uh, about unreal expectations. Okay. I don't think you always need to have, you know, grandiose or unreal expectations to change the world, right? Like, yeah. Rosa Parks. Okay, so you're saying sometimes it happens by by happenstance, like it, like totally. somebody's standing up for, but but a person standing up for their rights is a, is a very proactive. You're changing the world every time you do that. You're right. listening everybody uh, I'll be back next week with a regular guest regular episode I'm actually headed up north in a few hours driving going to seek out weird freaks and uh, and everybody else uh, talk to you soon bye